Life Audio. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. Uh, this is episode eight of season two. I'm very glad that you clicked on this episode. Um, I think it's a really important episode today with a very, very, very big question. But as always, we got some things to talk about before we jump into the question. I just want to welcome you if this is your first time ever listening to Questions with Caden or joining uh, us on the podcast, whether that's YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. I just want to say, hey, thanks for clicking on the podcast. I hope that um, you get some clarity on what we're asking today. Uh, a big reason I have this podcast is because I believe so much. People have questions in life. People want to know things. People have questions for God, and often we don't get those questions answered, but I think it's because we're scared to ask them. So um, again, just at Questions with Caden, we're asking big questions, and we're getting big answers because I believe that Jesus loves our questions. So thanks for clicking on today. Um, Hey, I want to let you know, one of the most important things you guys can do to support this podcast is subscribe. So no matter where you are right now, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, if you are on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. It goes a very, very long way. The good people at the network, shout out Life Audio, informed me the other day that that's one of the most important things that we can do. And I did not know that, but now I do. So hit those subscribe buttons, quit playing with me, and uh, let's keep this thing growing and keep the show on the road. It means a ton. Also, merch is live. You can go to cadenfabrizio.com and click shop um, to shop all the merch. The prices are good. The stuff is incredible. And I brought every single piece for a little show and tell to show you guys what we got working with. So first piece, we got this black questions with Caden T, the ask away T on the back. It says questions with Caden with a bunch of cool stuff. It says uh, it's okay for believers to ask questions. Your questions don't scare Jesus. And for questions and concerns, call one nine nine thirty three heaven That's just a little fun thing for me. Um, so really cool design. This is our first one. We got the black one. We also got a cream with a cool, uh, like a grayish blue color on it. I don't know if the blue comes through on camera. Um, and you can see same design on the back, circle logo. Um, the front says questions with Caden. It's okay for believers to ask questions. And it says ask away on front with some question marks. Um, these are our first ever merch drop capsule. And this is actually the first time you guys are seeing it, except last episode I wore actually this hoodie right here. So this is our, uh, this is probably my favorite piece in the collection. This is the ask away heavyweight hoodie. Um, the quality is crazy on this. And the front is a bigger center stamp that says questions with Caden. And then it's okay for believers to ask questions. And then on the back, it has the circle, same design. And then uh, our last clothing item, we have that same hoodie in like an off-white cement in that same um, dark grayish blue with the blue on the back. I love these pieces. I love that hoodie. Um, and then we have this really cool tote bag. It says questions with Caden on it. I think this is the cheapest thing on the website. I think this is 15 bucks. Really cool tote bag. Um, You can throw your books in it. You can carry your stuff in it. I actually carried all that in this today on the way here. And then last but not least, some of my favorite items. If you know me, you know that I'm a really big hat guy. 
So we have this first hat in this really cool blue color, right? It says, ask away. And again, it's okay for believers to ask questions with the questions with Caden podcast down low, really small. And then uh, my dad loves this hat. He's rocking this hat all the time. And the other day he was at the store and um, a couple actually was like, hey, we love your hat. Where'd you get this? He ended up telling them about the podcast and they ended up following all the socials and they're listening to the podcast now. So if that's you and you're listening, what's up? Um, Actually, reach out to me. I'll send you a hat. But um, yeah, this is the Your Questions Don't Scare Jesus hat. Probably my favorite hat um, out of the both of the hats. I wear it all the time. I love it. Um, And it sends a really cool message. Great, great conversation starter. So all of those are on the website. You can go buy them. They are very, very good prices. I think the tees are 29 or 30 bucks. The hoodies are 50 bucks and the hats are 25 bucks. Totes, 15. Go to cadenfabrizio.com slash shop. Get your merch. Support the podcast, but also rep the podcast. Let's tell some people that Jesus isn't afraid of their questions. I love it. And last but not least, always, always, always got to shout out my people at you and me media for having us in today. We are currently in Pasadena, California, um, recording this podcast. And if you need a podcast studio in the LA area, come to you and me media, their website's you and me media.co. You can, um, look it up or click the description has a link. I think so you can click that link. And, um, if you need any podcasting photo, um, any, any needs for like a really trendy space, this is the space. There's three rooms you can film in. Um, kitchen area it has everything you need and it's my favorite day of the week when I get to come here so check them out on their socials everything's linked below all right today we're asking the question how could God let this happen and um, on like full transparency it feels like a weird transition to like tell you guys all the stuff I have to tell you guys about the podcast and then talk about this because we've had such a terrible awful evil thing happen in this country once again. Um, But I think that that's just kind of the tension of life is balancing um, and maintaining the things God has called you into while walking through the heartbreaks and the tragedies and just the things of the world. So if you guys do not know, uh, I think it was yesterday, there was a school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, Um, three children at the age of nine died and three adults all around the age of 60 died. Um, and I mean, I was, I was literally golfing yesterday with a friend when I heard about it and my heart just broke, like my heart broke, not just for the families who were affected, not just for the lives that were stolen, not just because it was children, but my heart just broke because I was just reminded again of the brokenness of this world. And so today we're asking the question, how could God let this happen? Because right now I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this podcast and they're probably thinking the exact same thing. They're probably thinking to themselves, hey, once again, something evil happened in our nation. Something evil happened in the world. Something horrific, like hard to even wrap your mind around. But where is God in all of this? And how, if he's good, could he let this happen? And so today I just want to walk us through some thoughts. And I'll say this, I want uh, to walk us through some heavenly thoughts because there's a lot of earthly thoughts. There's a lot of fleshly thoughts that we can have about a topic like this. There's a lot of emotion. But when we become 
the new creation in Christ that we become when we become saved, when we give our lives to Jesus, and we become aware of his presence in our life, we are then called to no longer live a worldly life, but live out of a heavenly mindset. And so today I want us, when we talk about this and we walk through this idea, I don't want us to look at this like normal, regular, everyday human beings. I want us to look at this out of the mind of Christ and the awareness of what Jesus has done in us and in the world. And so I just want to preface that before we jump in to uh, the conversation today. How could God let this happen? It may be long, it may be short, I'm not sure, but all I know is that I'm praying that um, maybe you'll get some clarity, some healing, and maybe uh, an answer to a lot of questions that we have in our heart today. So let's pray and Let's jump into this thing. Lord, uh, we love you so much, God, and we just thank you for this podcast, and we thank you for the ability to have a podcast that talks about you, Lord. And uh, God, we just pray that this podcast would give you glory, that you would be seen, felt, and experienced in this in this podcast today, Lord. Holy Spirit, I just ask you into this conversation, God. This is a conversation that I don't even know if I know how to manage, Lord, but I just pray that you would speak through me, God, that you would be um, the voice of this um, right now. God, I just pray for hearts that are hurting. I pray for uh, and rebuke fear that is in people's lives as they sent their children to school today, as they went to school today, as they went to their workplace in public spaces. God, I just pray uh, away fear in the name of Jesus, Lord, and I just ask that you bring peace in this podcast. We love you a ton, and we also pray that during this podcast, as we talk about things that are hard, God, we would understand and we would experience the peace beyond understanding that you give us, as well as the joy that we have in knowing you. Because of you, we can talk about hard things and still have joy in our salvation and who you are. We love you so much, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, hey, I want to kind of read a a verse in the scripture today that I think will help us, again, understand what maybe happened and where God is in this. How could God let this happen? John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart because I have overcome the world. See, I think there's hope in knowing that Jesus has overcome what we walk through. However, Jesus says, you will have trouble. And when we ask the question, how could God let this happen? I think we have to understand one thing. And I did a podcast about this a long time ago. I think in season one, maybe in the first episode we ever did, I think I asked, we asked the question, why do bad things happen to good people? And I think that this could be similar. But I think you have to understand kind of the evolution of the relationship between humanity and and God um, to understand fully where God is in this. So what we have to understand is we have to understand the concept of free will within human beings and what free will produces. So when God creates humanity, he says, I want to have a relationship and communion with someone. So I created humanity. He creates Adam and Eve in the garden and he gives them free will. So the choice that he gave them was he said, hey, you can do whatever you want in communion with me, but just don't do one thing. Don't eat from this tree. And what's crazy about that is what you have to understand is God was not setting them up for failure. God was giving them the opportunity to choose. Without an opportunity to choose, you're a robot. And so God didn't want to create robots. He wanted to create human beings that he could have real, intentional, deep communion and relationship with. So he created an option for them to choose between him 
or themselves. And so we know the story, Adam and Eve choose themselves. They get deceived. They choose to eat from the tree they weren't supposed to. And I don't even think that there's a magical thing. I don't think it's a magical tree. I think the decision they made led them out of the will of Christ, out of the will of God. So God gives us free will so that we can choose to have relationship with him and that our love and relation with him is genuine. Because it wouldn't be genuine if he just created humans and then he was like, hey, you all love me and you all serve me. That's not a relationship. Like you, you don't build a relationship by forcing somebody into communion with you. That's called slavery. And God wasn't trying to create slaves. He was trying to create co heirs to heaven. He was trying to create people that he wanted to live life with, that he wanted to have be made in his image. He wasn't, his goal was not to create robots that just did what he said and walked around all the time. He wanted relationship. And for a healthy relationship, I have to choose you and you have to choose me. That's how you have a healthy relationship. You cannot have a healthy relationship outside of those parameters. If one person chooses another, but that person doesn't choose the person in return, that's not a relationship and vice versa. So God creates free will. The free will out of the humans accidentally creates sin in the world. It creates the separation, the missing the mark of what God intended for us. However, God saw this and he knew this, and so he had a solution. He sent his son Jesus to die to his blood so his blood could fill the gap between us and God so that we could become righteous again in the sight of God so that we could have communion with G with God because God knew, because he's so good, once we sinned, he could no longer have relationship with sin. So he gave us a way out. He gave us a way to have relationship with him. It's set back to the original design and standard of what, we are. So we ask the question, how could God let this happen? And where is God in this? We understand that humans still to this day have free will. Now, what we choose to do with that free will, I think is often dependent on our awareness of where we stand in relationship to Jesus, aka whether we have sin in our hearts or we don't. And what we see when we see a tragedy like this is that we see somebody who made a decision that affected another group of people, as all decisions do. My decision always will have a consequence. Whether that consequence is good or bad is up to my decision. But I still have the right and the ability to make a decision. Now hear me, I'm not saying this was a good decision. This is obviously a horrific, demonic, evil decision, but nevertheless, it was a decision that had consequences. Now, again, if we're thinking with the mind of Christ and we're thinking the way Jesus thinks about topics like this, then what we're thinking is we're going heavenly. We know that humans have free will and heavenly, we know that a human made a decision. So then heavenly, we have to think God has a solution And that's the thing that I want us to focus on maybe first in this conversation is that a lot of people say, how could God let this happen? Where was God in all this? Wouldn't, doesn't God want to intervene? Why didn't God stop this? Let me potentially offer this up to you and help you understand that God did give a solution. 
God did give a way for this not to happen, and it was his son, it was himself in flesh named Jesus who came and was nailed to the cross for all our iniquity and our sin and our death, and he took it all on and he shed his blood so that we could be made new, but also so that he could answer for the sin so he could take the sin out of the people. He gave, God gave a solution. His name is Jesus. However, not every single person has met Jesus, which means there's still sin in people. I think you could say it like this. When Jesus came and died, he came to take the sin out of people, not necessarily to take the sin out of the world. And you can see that's true by the way that people live who have... Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And encountered, have an encounter with Jesus and live in a renewed life. They live a life of freedom outside of sin. However, sin is still rampant around them in the world. Why? Because God, when he shed his blood and Jesus came, he came to get the sin out of us. The corruption out of us, the evil out of us. He came to reset our DNA. He came to take it away. But there's people that still have it inside of them, that still have this sin nature that they're living from, that create actions and and take action that create consequence. And I think it's hard to to think about on that practical scale. And and to be honest, I'm doing my best to not like be like super emotional in in this episode and not be like, hey, uh, Caden, aren't you just pissed? Aren't you just livid? Isn't your heart just broken for these children, for these people, for these families? I'm shat. Yeah, I'm shattered. I'm genuinely like, I genuinely, I'm frustrated. I'm shattered. I'm pissed at the devil. I'm mad. I'm pissed at the person who did it. I'm, I'm, I'm furious. My heart is shattered. But what I think you have to understand when I talk about understanding and walking heavenly and and thinking about this in a way that Jesus thinks about this is nobody is more saddened than God. Nobody is more heartbreaking broken than Jesus. Nobody feels the pain more than him. And yet at the same time, nobody has peace available for us like he does. Jesus is the solution for these things. Jesus is the answer to the question, how could God let this happen? Why didn't he intervene? Where is he? He did intervene. 
2,000 years ago, he sent the solution. He sent the solution, the cure to the human condition named Jesus. And he put him on a cross to die for us so that we could know the solution and we could be saved. There's a reason that we're, we, as believers, we say, yeah, I got saved April 7th, 1920 by, what did you get saved from? You got saved from this. You got saved from hell. God came down and plucked you out. He doesn't send people to hell. He comes and plucks them out of it. He gave a way out of our decision to know him. It's a blessing. And so we ask, where is Jesus in all of this? Where is God? Why doesn't he fix this? My argument to you is if you think heavenly, you will see, oh my gosh, he did. He gave the solution for anger. He gave the solution for murder. He gave the solution for sin. He gave the solution for evil. And his name is Jesus. And he lives in you if you accept it. And through you, the solution can spread. Through you, change can happen. Let me get political for a second, if that's okay with you. We don't need gun reformation. We need human transformation. There's a story in the Bible in Genesis 4. It's actually the first recorded story in the Bible of murder of these two brothers named Cain and Abel. Long story short, Cain gets jealous of Abel. He takes Abel out in a field and he murders him. He kills him. And many theologians will will, uh, offer up maybe an idea, and there's no way to know this for sure, but an idea that Cain killed him with a rock or a stone. See, the problem is not in what was used to kill Abel. The problem was that within Cain, there was sin. There was evil lurking. I'll prove it to you. In that verse, in that, in that, in that passage, sorry, in that passage, right before Cain kills Abel in Genesis 4, the scriptures say that God tells Cain to be careful because sin was crouching at his door and it was eager to control him. Now, I want you to watch this. God didn't say to Cain, be careful of all the stones on the floor. You might accidentally use one to kill Abel. No. God didn't tell Cain, hey, careful when you're walking around the stones. You might trip on one. It might fly in the air and it might kill Abel. He didn't say that. He said, Cain, be careful. What's brewing in your heart is sin. What's brewing in your heart, what's knocking at the door is sin wanting to control you. In other words, God was saying, Cain, if you don't look to me, you're going to fall to the sin of the world and something is going to happen out of a choice you make out of sin that's going to have a consequence towards another person. And Cain doesn't listen and he kills his brother Abel. The problem with these things that happen in our world, unfortunately, do not boil down to the methods used, to the video games played, to where the person lived or the color of their skin or the sexuality that they identified as, or none of that actually plays. If you're thinking with your heavenly mind, if you're thinking with a heavenly mindset, you'll understand that none of those things are actually the reason that something like this happens. It starts with the sin and the brokenness 
of the world. And yet Jesus offered us a solution through himself. Now I want to switch gears real fast and I want to offer up another thing for us to think about. And when we think about something like this, and I'm trying to give you, um, I'm trying to give you another way to think about this topic, regardless of how evil it is and heartbreaking it is, no matter how much our, our nation cries out as we should, the Bible says that there's a time for rejoicing and there's a time for mourning. And as we should mourn, I think we should also learn to live out of a new mindset. We can't be new creations in Christ and still think the way we used to. We can't be new creations in Christ and still think like other people that aren't saved in the world, that aren't new creations yet. So I want us to be aware of this. Ephesians 6.12 says, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And I know it's hard. You go, what are you talking about? People get murdered. People get killed. What do you mean our struggle is not against flesh and blood? Think about this. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers or, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. In other words, Ephesians 6.12 is telling us this is not just an earthly struggle. What we have to do, being renewed, new creations in Christ, Jesus followers, having a new awareness of how the world works, understanding like, okay, there's levels, there's realms to this thing. Like, it's not just all what we see. If we know there's a big God, big in heaven, there's a big God and there's a Holy Spirit, a big Holy Spirit that lives and dwells inside of us and on this earth, we know, okay, there's other layers to this. There's angels and there's demons and there's a, there's a spiritual warfare and there's a struggle and there's a fight happening and Satan is trying to claw his way up into your soul and steal it from you. And he's trying to kill and destroy you. And he's trying to take everything that God wants to give you. And he's trying to take you away from freedom and fullness and a good life that God wants to bring you. He's trying to take away the, the filling of a void in your heart. He's trying to do all those things. We know that there's spiritual warfare. Ephesians six twelve tells us our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the powers of dark darkness and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now, it's something else that I want you guys to think about is that when something like this happens, we need to look at this physically and we need to look at this spiritually because we're not just physical beings, we're also spiritual beings. We have, the, we, have, uh, we have the spirit man and we have the flesh man and it talks about that in scripture. And so we need to look at this how we just did physically, but then we also need to look at this spiritually and we need to say, hey, there's other things at play here. There's other things happening on a way deeper level than we think. Something like that is that happened yesterday or two days ago now when you're listening to this podcast is fully demonic. This is fully demonic. This comes from the works of Satan and, and his demons. And I'll say that very clearly like this, like scripture tells us is not just physical, but there is a spiritual element to everything that we have to be aware of. And something like this happens also again, but the solution is Jesus physically and spiritually. What's amazing is that Jesus, he feeds us physically and he feeds us spiritually. He renews us physically and he renews us spiritually. He renews the darkness in us physically and he renews the darkness in us spiritually. So I think it's important when we talk about this to know that one, 
this is evil. And God sent a solution named Jesus. And then two, that he offers peace and hope beyond understanding. And then thirdly, is that when we think about this, again, with a heavenly mindset, we understand that there's larger things at play when we understand our life in the in the context of eternity. When we understand what Satan is trying to do on this earth to strip away our opportunity to live our full life out in eternity with Jesus. I don't know if you've ever seen this um, illustration, but I think it's Francis Chan who coined it, and then like everybody, every other preacher just started using it. But Francis Chan, he takes a super long rope, and there's a little piece of red tape at the end of the rope. It's probably about an inch long on about a 10-foot rope. And he says, look at this 10-foot rope. Now look at this one inch on the beginning of the 10-foot rope. This one inch of red tape represents your earthly life, and the rest of this 10-foot rope represents your eternal life. Now, what you have to understand is, yes, Satan and all his evilness and all of his demons want to make your life on earth a living hell, but Satan wants to make your life eternally actually living in hell. That's what he's doing. So when we're looking at this spiritually, we have to say, okay, what is the eternal impact of something like this? And how do we as believers step into understanding, hey, we need to disrupt things that happen like this. We need to step in. It's by telling people about Jesus. It's by praying and warring in the spirit. It's by saying, hey, we're done messing with Satan. We're done with you. We have authority and power over you. Satan, flee in the name of Jesus. It's by sharing the name of Jesus. It's by offering hope. That's the solution. So I mean, it's been 29 minutes and 37 seconds, but as I wrap this up, I just want to say, how could God let this happen? You need to know that God is heartbroken. He's shattered, and he does not want something like this to happen. Yet out of his desire for relationship with humans here on earth and eternally in heaven, he gave us an opportunity to have free will in our lives. And then humanity brought sin into the world, and that sin now fights against us to take away our life here on earth and eternally. And that shatters our Father in heaven more than ever. He's a good father who doesn't want harm to come to his children. He's a good father who doesn't want pain. He's a good father who doesn't want tragedy. He is good in all he does And the Bible says he also turns all things for good for those who love him according to his will. God's in this. He's all over it. He has a plan for it. He already sent a solution named Jesus. However, he will use this to turn it for good. Maybe he uses it so that the nation looks to him. Maybe he uses it so that Nashville unites and people start to see Jesus in the unification of the church in Nashville. Maybe God is saying, I will use this tragedy that I did not want to happen to stop others in the future. We don't know. But all I know is that God is in this. The solution is Jesus. And you just wait and see what he does in a situation like this because we know he's always gonna turn it for good. I love you so much. Podcast listeners, 
I hope that this episode made sense. I hope that you got some clarity to maybe some of your answers as well as uh, maybe you got thinking in a new way. I think how I always want this podcast to uh, impact people is I want you to leave this podcast thinking heavenly. Not just thinking worldly and fleshly, but thinking the way Jesus thinks and thinking the way that we should as new creations, going, hey, this is what the world is saying and this is what the world is experiencing, but I am in the world, I'm not of the world, so I'm going to think and act and be and operate and believe and have hope in this way. That's my hope for this podcast and for um, today's talk. So I love you all so much. Let me pray for you as we go, and I'll see you all next week. Lord, we just thank you so much for who you are, God. We thank you for the solution of Jesus, God. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb that was shed, that was poured out over us so that we could have live in communion with you, God, so that we could walk through these situations, God, so that we could know and take heart in knowing that you have overcome the world. We may have trouble. We may have trials. We, 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 we may walk in pain. But God, you are here, you are true, you are love, you are peace, and you have overcome every single thing that we will see, experience, and walk through, God. I just pray right now, peace over the families affected. I pray peace over every single listener, God. And I pray right now and rebuke Satan and his demons and any demonic oppression that wants to affect anybody listening to this podcast or any demonic and evil plans that Satan has right now to attack children, to stop destinies and to break people away from what you've called them into and who they are, God. We love you so much. We declare your name and your blood over this situation. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Uh, Go and have a great week. Uh, I think it's okay to mourn with the morning, but at the same time, carry joy knowing that we have salvation in the name of Jesus, that this isn't the end. This is just the beginning of the story. I love you so much. I'll see you in the next one. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.